Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we take more listener questions, and we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination, but we're here to hopefully be helpful. Um, it was fun talking through these with Austin, so thanks for listening, and I hope it's helpful. Hey, Wes, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good. All right, so we're going to continue in some of these listener questions that we had guys write in. A lot of these are going to be topical and just kind of digging deeper into them. So you and I have not seen, or you have not seen these and I have not put a bunch of thought of them. So we are going to be coming from the gut and what we know generally and try to talk through them pretty quickly, hit five or six. Perfect. The very first one is how do you start with reconciliation with family? Man, it's a really good question. Um, it, you know, I think that that it's it's a hard question to answer like quickly because because I think that there's probably a spectrum there. Like everyone's going to have a different situation with their family, um, but I, I think I'll I'll answer this just kind of in general, thinking about reconciliation in general. And usually, when reconciliation is needed, it's because there's been some sort of hurt or some sort of um, something that has. Obviously, things don't need to be reconciled if they weren't first kind of pulled apart. And so I think it's first probably important to be patient. I'm just, I'll just think of a few things to be mindful of for the person that's wanting reconciliation. Is one, to focus on what you can control and not what you can't. That's kind of one of my main principles for life. But in this situation, it's like you can't control the other person. Um, so like I was talking to – I was coaching somebody a couple of weeks ago. And they, they were like, you know, really frustrated because they're, you know, they're the mother of their children wasn't responding well. And I just, I just, again, it's, it was a very tough sounding situation, but the point I was trying to help, help with this guy was like, listen, you do what you believe is true and good. And you do what you believe is right. You can't control how she responds to you. And that may be difficult because, you know, his response was like, man, she's saying this, she's saying that it's frustrating. It makes me angry. And like, like a lot of us, right. It it was almost like, I just don't, I don't even want to be nice anymore. And it's like, well, live the way that you believe you should live. Not, not don't, you know, I think the goal for all of us is that we should live in the ways that we believe are true, even when other people don't respond the way that we want them to. Um, And so if you desire reconciliation, um, first of all, do what you can do that's in your control on your side of the street. Um, I think it's always good to try to be understanding, you know, cause, cause a lot of us, like we want to be understood obviously, but oh, we've got to try to be understanding cause there's hurt probably on the other side to be patient and to not try to control the other. Um, they might not respond the way you want them to, and that's out of your control. So There's a lot more I could say, but I think I'll just, you know, those are some thoughts there to maybe be mindful of. Yeah. I think the, when it comes, reconciliation is tough because it's just, it it requires two parties to uh, agree on working on something. And sometimes the other side doesn't want to work on it or they're still working. They're still processing. They're still hurt. So for, for this, if you need to know that it may not happen in the way you want, but a good first step is that you can always do is seek mutual respect 
And what that means is that you want to be respectful of that other person, but then you also want to make sure that they're respectful to you. Because what happens in reconciliation is we want to like one pendulum swing is like, because if you're the one who broke the relationship or did, or was a a big part of the action that really caused a lot of harm, we often want to swing back and just own way too much or take responsibility for things that aren't ours. So like everything that bad, that everything wrong or bad that happened in the relationship, we just want to take full ownership of it's all my fault. I'll take ownership of it, which isn't helpful in the relationship because a relationship is give and take. It's not one person is always at fault and they're always responsible. Now, you do need to own what is yours. And that's part of being respectful to them. But you don't need to own stuff that's theirs. Like if they treat you poorly, you don't need to say like, well, I deserve that because I treated you poorly. Because you want to start the relationship on a course of mutual shared respect for each other. And that takes time to get there. And they don't even have, like, they may not want to forgive you. They may not want to be around you that much. But when you're there, when you have those short time intervals with them, you can seek mutual respect with them. So that takes a lot of discipline, but it's, you are just as important as they are, but you're not more, but they are not more important than you. And you are not more important than them. It's, we're equally important. So that's the first step. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation. We'll see you then.